Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Foltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to speak to you again. Here we are, episode two of Love Island, USA, season two. Now, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, I, I must admit, we had a great first episode. This one was a little bit of a roller coaster. There wasn't a lot going on, but I'm hoping it's planting a few seeds and a few little things in there so we get a load of drama in the next couple of episodes but i think we could only start with the two new girls dave so we had pearson and rachel come in and they went on dates with carrington and jeremiah caitlin i am not bothered one bit dave but that resting bitch face says she pretty much is <laughs> yeah totally not bothered at all yeah all right i mean she was giving johnny a, a those real mixed signals every every word so if this was a script and you were reading it it was all very amicable and you know he made the right decision and whatever but a face told a different story didn't it it's it's how you (laughs) called it yesterday so she definitely wasn't happy at all no i mean i do think just to sort of balance it out I, i think later on when she was talking to Mackenzie and some of the other girls she did seem more genuine than what she did. I don't know whether it's just a human nature thing, Dave, because we've seen this with loads of people where the girl or the lad doesn't give a shit about the other person. But then as soon as somebody comes in and shows an interest in them, they get all defensive. And it probably is just a human nature. Like, hang on, I don't want them, but you're definitely not having them. And and (laughs) that's how it come across. But later on, I think she did slightly redeem herself for me because... She talked about it and she said it in the right way. She said, I want him to be happy. Whether it's utter horse shit, I don't know. But so, Let me seen... stop you there. Let me stop you there. This person that I met yesterday, I really want them to be happy. <laughs> Fucking bullshit, Chris. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. You know I'm this triggers me. You know <laughs> this triggers me at the best of times. When, when someone says, like, I just want you to be happy. <laughs> Fuck off. No, you don't. You just Dave. want yourself to be happy. Dave. <laughs> If you lay enough traps, someone will fall into it, my friend. I'm not buying it either. But, right? I knew you'd go then. I knew this fucking guy who I met yesterday. Fuck <laughs> off. But, but Dave, in the same respect, I'm really worried about Justine because she has not got the fucking memo. She has never seen Love Island. If she is getting so upset after a day and a half, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay, so let, let's stick on Justine a bit. Because, I mean, old, old Jeremiah, he seems to be, or, or for a while, he seemed to be, you know, in demand, if you like. But right towards the end there, he's, he's made it clear. I would say, Chris, for the second time, let's not forget, yesterday, right, Justine stepped forward for Jeremiah, the first boy. Now, we've watched however many seasons now from various English-speaking countries and no one fucking steps forward for the first guy. She did. She made that brave move and she got fucking pied for it. That should have been enough. Jeremiah, for me, he should have been in the bin as far as Justine was concerned. But she's let herself, you know, get sucked into it again and then got let down again. But I tell you what, Chris, I don't think the answer's Trey either. 
You know, I mean, he, what did he say? Hang up, I wrote this down. So, oh yeah. So Trey is trying to deny that he's player and he's saying everyone's got a past. That that was the thing I had had to scribble down. I was like, oh, fucking come on. Everyone's got a past. You can't include yesterday as your past, right? (laughs) Yeah. When you, you, you were trying to smack it on everyone. So yeah, I, I, I hope Justine finds someone, but you're right. She's not got the memo. She's not playing the game, really. She's going in there and being genuine, but she needs to be a bit more wily than that, I think. So No, Dave, I totally agree. I, I, I don't want the girl having a meltdown. They've got to be really wary of this. We saw it in the UK one last year, especially. I don't want that for her. However, her reaction... And that I was thinking, holy shit, she'd never seen this. What is going on here? But then later on, to be fair, Trey has been sweet as a nut with her, Annie. He genuinely, I don't know what it is, but he has completely, in this episode, he seemed genuinely. I know we put it on a couple of the girls and he's a bit of patter there, but he seems to genuinely like her. And obviously, I know we've got more things to talk about, but by with her journey in this episode, by the end of it, there seems to be an alliance there. Like like he, he said to her, I'm going to pick you. I, you know, Caitlin's just a hookup. She's someone I could spend my life with sort of thing. So Chris, let, let's, let's, so it's, it's shit when we agree on everything, but I do not agree with you at all. I agree. <laughs> I agree that he's fucking playing it, at, you know, being, uh, being the caring person and everything, but I'm not fucking buying it for a second. Oh yeah. If there was a, if there was a coupling up now, I'd choose you. How many fucking times have we heard that from people, Chris? I'm not buying that for a second. And the whole thing where he's kissing her on both cheeks and then kissing her on the head, he's just he was just looking for an angle to smack it on her as well. <laughs> I, I'm not fucking buying him at all. I'm sorry. So you're you're saying he's completely flipped. So yesterday we thought he was a bit of a player. You're saying today, no, he, he seems quite genuine. I, I'm sticking to my day one guns, Chris, and we will see how this one plays out. Because I, I, what, what he's buying, I'm not selling. <laughs> fucking, I'm not selling. You're what not he's selling, yet. I'm not buying. The fucking opposite one. <laughs> But I tell you what, Chris, while I'm, I'm on the right fucking one today, I probably got on the, the wrong side of the bed, haven't I? Mackenzie, talk about Justine not watching the show before. Uh, do you reckon Mackenzie has? Or, you know, do you reckon on those billionaires' boats, they don't show Love Island? Because yeah. she, I didn't exactly see what set her off, but. You know, she made it clear when the new girls came in, Pearson and Rachel, she's like, you know, just so you know, we're very coupled up. You know, it's the second yeah. day. We're very, very coupled up. And and I got the impression that people were sort of taking the piss out of her for it. But I didn't really see a lot of that on camera. I didn't pick up on it. The next minute, she's just storming off, bawling her eyes out. And so, yeah, she, she seems a bit like far too, far too deep into it, far too quickly. Yeah, and the way she, re- I must admit, the way she reacted, Dave, you've got to be honest, it's fucking playground bollocks, isn't it? It's school yeah. kids shit. That, that's all that was. It was utter school kids. Just, just, I, I want it, what I think it is, Dave, is I, I'll be honest, I do think that, in my personal opinion, Mackenzie's probably the prettiest girl in there, and she knows it. And this person's come in, and I think Pearson's prettier. And and not saying she's a better person, she's got a better personality. But for my personal take, I think Pearson's a very, very pretty girl. And I think she's threatened by her, Dave, straight away. I don't, I mean, you know, obviously, we were talking yesterday. And 
Connor had said like she's well out of his league. I don't think she is. I said mm. they're both friends. They're both really good looking people. Everyone has their insecurities, and I think that came out in her a lot. And I didn't understand that she's walking up going, "Don't let her see me crying." I'm like, "Oh fuck off!" It's not fucking playgroup. We're not a fucking thirteen years old now. You know, he stole my boyfriend and all. What you're looking at my boyfriend for? I'm like, "Fuck off!" It's a TV show. Stop being a fucking mardass and just get on with the show. Don't forget, these these aren't much older than kids, though, are they? Well, that doesn't matter, Dave. <laughs> proving my point. Right? <laughs> I'm 41 and I still look yeah. like a fucking child. So what's up with you? But yeah, no, you're right. Okay, you're the, right. The, the, the episode of American Pie that we've got coming out in a couple of weeks on the VHS <laughs> proves that we have not fucking grown up at all. No. So- <laughs> when, when someone says to you, I still feel as if I'm about 16, we acted like we were 16. There's all sorts of dodgy stories going in there. Uh, but what well, I was interested in, Dave, Remember I said to you yesterday about Moira, and I said she could well be all in, all yeah. or nothing Cassidy job. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm feeling it already. James goes on a date, doesn't he? And to be fair to Pearson, she pulls him, loves the tattoos, there's a bit of chat there and that. And Mr. McCool, uh, even though it is his real name, Dave, I have researched it. I, I don't want to change it, but it is his real name. <laughs> Mr. McCool to, to me, he's McLovin. From now yeah, on, McLovin. James is McLovin for me. <laughs> but Mr. McCool, right? <laughs> But Pearson puts it up. So poor Moira straight away, Dave. And I was like, oh dear, you are going to be the one in the diary room. Tears, everything. We're going to get it all here. She's going to be a wreck here because I think James's head has been turned already. Yeah, definitely. And and we saw in the game, didn't we? Uh, he was the one having the threesome with two married women and... Uh, you know, so he, he's got he's got the kind of he looks like a tattooed Harry Potter for me. So, but you know, he's got that innocent look about him. But yeah, I, I think there's there's a bit of a player in there as well. And I, I think you're right. I mean, Moira again, she's a bit too far in too quickly. She's she's like she was talking about kids, you know, even before the blokes got in there yesterday. So I, I just think, yeah, she she you're right. She's going to be in there in tears within a week. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, Dave. And, and I think as well, watching everything go on. I mean, Connor says to the guys that he thinks even if someone comes in who is, is more attracted to us, prettier than Mackenzie, um, he, he will not sway. He's in it for the long haul. Whether she is, I don't know. They do look sweet. I don't... <laughs> Why are you laughing at? I'm fucking trying to tee it up here. <laughs> it was the way. So again, in, in the game, you know, he lost his virginity on a one-night stand, which which Mackenzie didn't like too well. You know, we, we said yesterday, didn't we? Straight away, we think they actually look like they could work within the context of the show. You know, yeah. fucking as soon as they get to the airport, they're done. But, you know, within the context of the show, they could go longer than a couple of weeks, let's say that. But when, when, he, was, when he was trying to defend that, and he said, he said just to be clear, I've only ever had sex three times. <laughs> and then he corrected himself. Oh, no, with three people. And, and I just wish he'd have clarified it. I, I just say, and they weren't one night stands, by the way, because, no. you know, it's, again, it's, that's what he's on charge with, isn't it? That's what he's on trial with. So, um, yeah, I just, I was fucking pissing it when he said that, Chris. I, yeah, but, but I don't get what, what the problem is. Everyone's got a past day. What does it matter? how you lost your virginity or, or who you're with. If you're with that person in that moment, it doesn't matter, does it? It, it, it should be an issue what you've done in the past, but it obviously is. So um... That's why we love these games, though, isn't it, Chris? Because it gives you a single little data point. It gives you one little question 
you know, and it paints you in a particularly bad light usually, you know, and then that places doubt in the partner's mind about what kind of person is this, you know? So like uh, Callum last season at the UK, uh, Love Island. So, you know, one of his came out that he'd slept with over a hundred women. You know, if, if you're thinking, well, if Mackenzie's thinking, well, if he's going to lose his virginity on, on a first date, he doesn't, he doesn't see sex as anything other than just something physical. Whereas I think from even just the little bits that we've seen from this show, he does seem, you know, he's a fucking auditor for fuck's sake. He's not one of these Instagram models. He's not, you know, he's not putting himself out there. He does seem quite genuinely grounded from what I can tell, you know, from what we've seen. But um, yeah, I, I could see why that placed a little bit of doubt in, in her mind. But no, I think it is backpedaling. And, you know, saying, you know, he's only slept with three different people. I, I think, you know, she kind of liked that. I'll tell you what, though, Dave. If there's ever somebody who was trying to wiggly worm his way out of a situation, it was Jeremiah, because his explanation to Justine was absolutely, what. well, you know, yeah, well, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Just spit it out, son. He absolutely arse fell at that point. Yeah. And, and again, I was I was feeling more for for Justine there. I, I yeah, I, I just I was disappointed that she let herself be put in that position again after getting pied off so blatantly. You know, the very first thing you know when we kick off Love Island. But hopefully, she she properly gets the message now that Jeremiah should just be a closed door from now. And uh, yeah, you know whether she look, I might be wrong about Trey. Uh, and they might, might go on and, and develop a relationship. But everything I've seen from Trey so far, it, it's, yeah. I think these have all been in lockdown for too long, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. devoid of human contact. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. The one thing I'd say to you is, I like any TV show, Dave, is they have been in here long enough to realise if they've got the right people behind them, i.e. agencies and talent and management and everything, is... This is your massive chance for reality TV. And my dog's going crazy, by the way, so apologies everyone. But <laughs> it's, it's, this is your chance to make it big, big, because there's nothing like it at the moment on the TV at all. And this is the chance for them to actually go and elevate themselves to the US population because Love Island first series wasn't a massive success. It had its followers and we had some lovely people from the US contact us. This could be the one, Dave. And people like Johnny and Caitlin especially, and Trey, they're all sticking out as people who have played a game or they've been told how to play the game. And I'm telling you, Dave, these three, especially for me, stand out as proper reality TV specialists, yeah. and I fucking love it. <laughs> love it. I mean, season one just didn't have those characters. And, and like I say, you know, called out a couple of people there for, you know, how they're behaving and what have you. But... You know, it's fucking brilliant TV, though, isn't it, Chris? And we were just missing these characters from season one. And even though it was a bit of a quieter episode, I felt today, I, I'm still quite confident this is going to be a cracking season. I am. I, I honestly, I genuinely am. And Dave, it keeps showing shots of Vegas, and I'm yeah. fanboying completely. So it doesn't matter what they do. They can sit around the pool for fucking an hour. I'm still going to sit there and go, oh my God, there's the Bellagio or the Palace. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Me. I, I tell you what, as well, when they went and did the, the whole flight crew game as well, you know, I had to think to myself, I was thinking, oh, this, this, we're still in Vegas here. I, I don't think we're going to miss 
being on an island and going off to different places at all. I think if they do it all in the hotel, I I don't think it's going to affect it in a negative way at all. No, and you know what? That, that, that's one of the last things I wanted to say. I don't understand when they do shows like like Big Brother and that, and they hide them away like the prisoners, don't they? They have this false reality that they live in, and they don't know football results, they don't know anything, you know, and it's really bad. Mm-hmm. And then the other person would come in and ruin it and say, this has happened, but they wouldn't show it, but the people would know stuff that's going on in the outside world. I think this gives it a bit of validity and a bit more reality to it. It could end up being at Vegas consistently after this day because it's like these people's lives are going on around them. Why shouldn't they? be involved as such like that. So I think just having that sense of over a wall is reality. And I genuinely think they're going to branch out and do stuff on the strip or they're going to go into like the desert and do things. Definitely. There's too much around that area that they they, they can't use for their advantage. Yeah, I think I, I'm sure I've read somewhere. I think they are going to stay in there, you know, with the whole COVID-19 thing. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Do, yeah, You're yeah. forgetting Chris about this global pandemic that we're in at the minute. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm just going reality TV fucking special. But you're that. right. I mean, that, yeah. in future you could go like, like you say, to fucking Grand Canyon and all sorts. But I tell you what, Chris, if this was a regular yearly thing, this Love Island thing in Vegas, Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> without needing to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have talked about you know doing a, a live show or a few live shows from Vegas. What better excuse than to get across there for the final week of Love Island every fucking year, and uh, and do the shows from there? Exactly, exactly, Dave. All I've got to do is convince my wife. If I can't convince my wife, has anybody got a good lawyer? Because good we're going over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know when I'm listening to this, she's not going to be happy, Dave. So anyway. But no, anyway, if you want to get in contact with myself and Dave, and if you want to give me refuge in Las Vegas at some point when I'm divorced, then that's fair enough. Uh, on Twitter, we're <laughs> at CD Reality Cast, <laughs> And on Instagram, the same name. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com Sammy's around Dave and I'm really worried about how long I was recording this <laughs> cdrealitycast at gmail.com <laughs> and if you do like the show give us a review guys and get over to your podcast captain app and just drop Dave and me a review on the show so Mr Horrocks number two in the bag it's rocking we've got some great people listening to us again I can't wait mate I'll see you tomorrow bye now bye